Welcome to the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas and I'm very excited today because we're here at Staver Magazine. This magazine has a special place in my heart because I actually got to spend three months after culinary school working here in the test kitchen and that's what we're going to do today. We're working with Faraday Sedigan who is the test kitchen director and the czar of all things food related for the magazine. So let's go back in the kitchen and see what's cooking. Hi and welcome to the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas. Faraday, I'm so excited to be here in the test kitchen. So nice to see you. It's Thank been you. a while. It's really exciting to have you back here in the kitchen with us. I'm uh, happy you could be here with me. Yeah, so exciting. So let's go through what the whole process is. Like, how do you start testing a recipe? Where do you get your recipes? What's your role in the test kitchen before you even get going on? Totally. So in the test kitchen here, every recipe that goes um, onto the website and into the print magazine comes through us. So we, you know, Silver is really a celebration of global cuisine. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the recipes we're getting are from chefs um, and home cooks around the world. Um, whether it be, you know, someone in Italy, mm -hmm. in Thailand, and, you know, here in New York City as do well. Do people just email you recipes or do you go it's out and It's not that them? easy. It's okay. not that easy. Okay. Um, we have a lot of writers, um, freelance writers who we work with. Okay. And they're traveling the globe, you know, exploring destinations mm -hmm. that we want to visit as well and that our readers want to visit. Um, so they're going and, you know, eating at restaurants and finding, you know, this amazing dish. And That's a fantastic job. It is. <laughs> and they're bringing it to us and we get to try it and to, you know, mm -hmm. cook it here yeah. in the kitchen. So, um, one of the recipes we're going to make today is James Beard's beef stroganoff, nice. which is a Russian dish. Really classic. Um, you know, and here at Silver, we're doing a lot of classics, mm -hmm. a lot of updates on classics mm -hmm. as well. Um, so the whole testing process, we're getting these recipes in and, um, you know, I have a you know crew of people here with me testing. And one of the main things we want to do when we start is make sure we're set up properly yes, um, in order to do that. So there's, you know, a little kind of um, slew of things that you need in order to test. One of the things is a red pen. Um, we're going to be marking up a recipe as we go and weighing everything out. And I like to use a red pen so that when I go back through and I'm retyping the recipe mm -hmm. and entering in any changes that we might make, that I can see it really easily. Yes, with this I know one. you like the red pen. Exactly. <laughs> Got to use a red pen at all times. Um, other equipment that we need is a digital scale. Mm -hmm. um, we've got yep. Yeah, we've got measuring cups, measuring spoons, um, and mise en place bowls as well. And mise en place um, means um, it's kind of a, you know French term for having everything right. in order. Yep. So, um, so and you also, see all your ingredients before you start. Very organized, exactly. ready to go. Yep. And one of the other things we always have is a timer. Um, we want to make sure that. Basically, in testing a recipe, because we're cooking for home cooks, um, we're getting all the mistakes out of the way so right. that when you get this recipe in your magazine, you know, in the mail each month, um, that you're able to have accomplish the same results that we are here in the kitchen. Sure. So any mistakes that we make, you know, yep. you will not have to go through that. So you may have pain. to test the recipe several times. Several times. And taste Sometimes, it several times. Tasting it several times. You know, we're eating all day, <laughs> every day. We have our entire editorial staff is here in the office with us. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of in and out of the kitchen throughout right. the day. Right. The kitchen really at the end of the day is the heart of this office. 
Um, and people are coming in and just, sure. you know, lured by the smells mm -hmm. of, you How know, you yeah. exactly the good and the bad. Cause you know, sometimes we're doing some, yeah. you know, burnt toast or something, uh -huh. um, which was a recipe, believe it or not. I know. <laughs> You're I know. here for that. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and then, you know, other really good things, you mm -hmm. know, chocolate cake, yes. cookies, yes. um, beef stroganoff. So you eat about. all day, yet you're so thin. I know, I know. Well, it's all about pacing. <laughs> you know, you're not um, overdoing it. Right. Having a little bite here, right. a little bite there, and it's yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Okay. So what we'll do is we're gonna weigh out our ingredients. Already. So having flashbacks. I know, because you know the PTSD is coming back. <laughs> um, it, you know, with cooking these recipes, we just want to make sure that everything. Um, Absolutely. We're really precise. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when a recipe calls for two pounds of potatoes, we're not only, you know, weighing out two pounds of potatoes, we're counting. It's, you know, so many potatoes. potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and mm -hmm. if, if it's mashed potatoes, and we're going to cut mm -hmm. those potatoes up. And then I also want to know how many cups of sure. one inch cubes potatoes right. is that? Yep, absolutely. Um, so, very you know, precise. precision is really definitely key. Okay, so we have about two pounds of beef here. What we need is um, about a pound and a half. Okay, and um, how many of this, what, how much, how much will this serve? How many um, people? Okay. This will serve probably about you know, four to even eight, depends okay. on how hungry, you know, your guests are, you sure. know, <laughs> how big they are, you know, something like me. How big like, they are. Right? Well, how much you want to eat, you know, yeah, for me, I'm, exactly. I'm going to eat a lot. I'm a big, I'm a good eater. Me too. Um, so we'll cut off. So this is just for us. This is, this is just for us. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So let me just go ahead and weigh that again. Right, see so what that about. So that's about a pound and a half there. We'll put the rest of that aside and you know, when you guys leave today, I'm gonna go ahead and cook that for myself um, later yeah, as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so one of the tips that I have with um, slicing beef, so we're gonna slice this really thin um, into nice like three inch strips. Um, one thing I recommend is to freeze this partially okay. um, before, because you know, you can see it, it it's kind yeah. of- harder um, to cut. Yeah, mm -hmm. so if you freeze it, semi-freeze it, it makes it really easy to slice. You can do that with um, beef for carpaccio, for right. tartare, for fish. Like if I'm doing tuna tartare also, mm -hmm. I'll, um, I'll freeze it and then you get nice little cubes, cubes that you can exactly. cut as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give you half of this. Okay. And you're gonna help me cut. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna watch you first. All right. I don't wanna screw cool. up James Beard's recipe. You can't, we won't screw it up. We'll be good. So what we're gonna do is just thinly slice this. Okay. To nice little strips. So we can even, if you want to, if I was doing a um, tartare with this, mm -hmm. I would slice it like that and then freeze those and then you can cube that easily. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get strips out of this though, so we'll good end tip. up cutting that um, into thirds. All right, so pretty. I know, this is a really beautiful, nice marbled piece of beef tenderloin. And you go shopping every morning? Like where, how does your morning begin? So my morning begins usually anywhere around the city that we need our ingredients. So we make a shopping list um, the night before. Mm -hmm. um, I get all our recipes in from our food editors or wherever, right. um, and depending on what we're gonna be testing. Mm -hmm. We make our shopping list and then we'll you know go all around the city. One mm -hmm. of the great things about being based out of New York City oh, yeah, is absolutely. that you can find anything mm -hmm. you need. Okay. Um, you know, you were here when we were working on our India issue and there was crazy ingredients, spices, yep. stuff yep. like that. We would go out to Queens and get things mm -hmm. around the corner from here. Um, there's a great spice shop. Um, we can go down to Chinatown, um, really all around, and it's it's easy and really yes, accessible absolutely. for us, which is really nice. Um, what do so, you yeah. do when you're doing an issue and the stuff's not in season? Um, so we try to as best we can. Because we'll, you got to we'll do work, it ahead. <laughs> we'll work a year in advance sometimes. Right. Um, so you know, if it's we we have, often have a 
a purveyor out in California mm -hmm. that can get us some things mm -hmm. if you know we're in dire need of getting something but yeah. usually we would try to work in season so if we're working on a cherry story we will do that a year in advance sure um, to try to make sure that we're not yeah. you know completely you know using frozen or canned anything right. like that everything's right, exactly. fresh and in season that yes. we're that we're grabbing which yeah, is you're great. very good at that so i recall in the india issue like we were always trying to source authentic tools that they would use in india for the recipes so we were looking for like the specific tool they would use in that region of india whether it be a mortar or pestle or that i can't even remember what it's called but i remember i looked a long time for this thing just for one picture exactly yeah you know i mean when a lot of times in our in the issues you know um, a really fun part of my favorite part of the uh -huh. issue is the back of the book where we have a section called kitchen yes. and it's tips That's that cool. we learn throughout you know our time testing mm -hmm. and you know different equipment and ingredients that mm -hmm. we want to highlight yeah. um, so that our readers can you know kind of they really like I feel like the Savor reader really wants to go all in with these recipes yes. and that includes you know the equipment that they're using and the spices um, mm -hmm. everything even the books you know so we're yep. recommending books and things like that yeah um, no, that's what it, I like it sets you guys apart from some other food magazines you're definitely into the whole like being truly authentic to the technique and the food which you. is cool so yeah. what we'll do is we'll thinly slice this as well into about um, three inch strips oh about, I see what you're doing okay. yeah about um, an inch wide Perfect. Um, so we've got that. All right, um, good to go. We're also going to um, cut up some parsley. We need about two tablespoons, but um, we'll probably cut most of that anyway because we'll put some for garnish, I think, too. Okay. So. Oh, so actually I might touch this with my hands. Yeah, we can wash our hands real quick <laughs> if you want to, okay. um, and we'll do that. All right, so since this is going to be a garnish, let's get our hands cleaned up before we touch everything else. Perfect. Pecan Ridge Plantation pecan oil is great for sautéing or grilling seafood. It's even excellent for pan-searing a steak. Use Pecan Ridge Plantation Pecan Oil for all your cooking and oil application needs. The product is 100% natural. Their oil is cold pressed, which means no heat or harmful chemicals have been used. It has a very high flash point of 470 degrees, making it ideal for frying or heating up to high temperatures. Great to use on salad dressings, for sautéings, marinating, seasoning, grilling, and even baking. It can be used as a butter substitute. Use as you would on any other oil. Light buttery nutty flavor that does not alter the flavor of the dish tremendously. However, it simply complements the other ingredients which is being used and adds moisture and richness to the recipe. Pecan Ridge Plantation Pecan Oil has less saturated fat than olive oil, only 7% compared to 14%. It's high in vitamin E and monosaturated healthy fats. There's no cholesterol or sodium. No oily aftertaste. Very light and clean flavor. So for the next time you're thinking about using a quality olive oil, lean towards Pecan Ridge Plantation Pecan Oil. And for more information, log on to PecanRidgePlantation.com. Okay, so I'll get you to cut up maybe about two tablespoons okay. um, of that parsley there. And should um, I, I should wheeze it out and weigh it? Yeah, so what we'll do, you remember. I do, sort of. Yep, go ahead and um, weigh that out until okay. we get an ounce measurement okay. um, for how much that actually weighs. Okay. And while you're doing that, I'm going to weigh out um, about a quarter cup of white wine we're going to use for this dish Do you want also. the stems? We don't need the stems for it. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, so about a quarter cup. Now these measuring cups are my absolute favorite. 
Um, they're nice little quarter cup measures, so they also measure by a tablespoon for liquid measurements. Okay, so one of the biggest mistakes I always made when I was an intern here is using the wrong measuring cup for what was going into it. And yes. I think a lot of home cooks make the mistake between this and this. I know that seems yeah. so simple, but what's the difference? Well, I think that honestly, one of the big things for me is even so. This measures a tablespoon as well mm -hmm. as quarter. You know, it's a quarter cup and mm -hmm. then by the tablespoon because there's four tablespoons in a quarter cup. Right. Um, when you're using the liquid measurement, um, it helps you able to pour it right. easily. So you know, if I was doing one tablespoon here, it might be all shaky, mm -hmm. um, or even you know, a quarter cup in here. It doesn't yeah. really get right because um, this is for dry, dry and this is for liquid. And exactly. People just don't realize that they don't, and I think it does make a difference. Um, it definitely makes a difference. So this is, I mean, whenever anybody you know usually leaves here, I give them one of these. Quarter I, I, measuring cups. I think I got one. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so we've got a quarter cup of white wine. I'm also going to use six tablespoons um, of unsalted butter. Um, we like unsalted butter because, you know, oftentimes I think that... You want to be able to control the... Exactly, the amount of salt going salt. into your dish. So we'll do that. I'm going to weigh this out as well. All right. So we got those. Perfect. We've got that and that. Also going to cut up um, some scallions. So we need about, um, I think it's two tablespoons of, um, of scallions also. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm doing is I'll slice up these scallions and then also just take note if it's two scallions I'm using right. um, or three scallions, whatever. Okay. So trim that guy. All right, so I'm going to get my little two tablespoons. Maybe almost perfect, actually. Nice. It weighs nothing. It weighs nothing. So what we'll do <laughs> oh, is... Oh, no, we'll wait. One eight. One eight one ounce. Yep. If it does have no weight, we usually write NW, mm -hmm. so we know it has no weight on there. Um, so we'll go eighth of an ounce there. And then we can use some of these for garnish, you said, right? Totally. So I'll just leave this here in the corner. And then I'm way up. Two tablespoons of scallions as well. The scallions isn't something I would typically think go in beef stroganoff. I know. I think that, you know, like I said, you can kind of vary this mm -hmm. how you want. If you want to use um, onion instead, you could. Um, so we're going to do two tablespoons. I might actually go ahead and use all this and say it's three scallions. Yeah. Because um, I think that that's not going to be enough for me for that. Not to be quite honest. Beef, yeah. Exactly. So we're gonna go ahead and put those in, call it three scallions, and it's about an ounce. Okay. Um, and sometimes you have to rewrite these recipes, right? Yeah, it's all about, you know, the testing process is about adapting it. And even after we taste it today, we might realize actually, you know, we wanted even more scallions than that, you mm -hmm. know? Um, or maybe that was too much. Maybe, maybe we had it wrong all along. Um, so we'll change that too. James um, I know, who knew? So <laughs> one of the key ingredients in the stroganoff also is the sour cream. So sure. we're gonna do about a cup and a half. If you wanna okay. weigh this out. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll let you have that. Okay. There you go. All right. Weigh those guys out. And then after that, we're pretty much set. This is a really, board. really simple recipe. It is really easy. And so that's one of the things, you know, with our simple weeknight meals, we want, you know, kind of straightforward recipes that um, you, know, you can make during the week after mm -hmm. work. Um, and they're going to be really tasty as well. Ones that maybe, ooh, 
keep well in the fridge too. Yeah, I mean this, I, you know, you can eat this, you know, make it early in the week and then eat it um, another rest of the week. <laughs> a couple more days, take it to lunch for lunch the next day. Um, I think there's a lot you can do with this recipe, which is really fun. Cool. Yeah, I like the whole weeknight meal thing. Yes. People probably have like, the same people that come back every week and just do the whatever Sever says. Exactly. I think, you know, a lot of people do, you know, really enjoy these recipes. All right. Here's sour cream will really add a nice richness to this dish too, huh? Definitely. This dish is, you know, super rich with that. Yeah, go for it. Got a little parsley in there. And that is 13 and an eighth ounce. Perfect. So why are you weighing, you're not going to put the recipe in ounces, so why are you weighing it in ounces? It's, it's good to have for cross-checking. So if we're going to, mm -hmm. you know, cross-test this recipe, and I know that, um, you know, we got 13 and an eighth ounce, ounce this time, and let's say we make it next time, and, sure. you know, it, it, it just kind of helps with the variation. We're like, oh, this tastes maybe a bit too, mm -hmm. too creamy. And then maybe when That's I... That's not really possible. I don't think so either. <laughs> um, but maybe, you know, we yeah. look at it and we say, oh, well, I see. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. when you did it, you actually used, it was 14 ounces sure. or, you know, you know, two pounds or something like that. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So we can, like, look and see the variation on the weight. Cool. Um, Makes and total it just sense. helps. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And then also, you know, sometimes people do... We'll get emails, <clears throat> excuse me, emails and comments on our website, and it's good to have, like, we keep all of the recipes, so mm -hmm. I can go back and, and look and see what, you know, if, if people want to know the weights in case, who knows, they're on measuring cups, I don't know, we have that kind of record. Awesome. As well. Okay. Cool, so we're going to go ahead and start cooking this recipe now. Alrighty. Alright, so let's get cooking. Yes, let's do it. Um, first thing I'm going to do is season this here beef okay. with salt. So one of the things I have to tell people is really not to be shy with salt on this. Like, his beef, I mean, it's a, this especially because it's um, not really that fatty. There's, right. The salt is going to help season it and really add nice flavor to it. Sure. Um, so that may look like a lot for you guys at home, but really do it to your taste as well. Um, so season that. We're going to melt some of this butter, probably about six tablespoons of butter. Um, into here. Nice. Yeah. Gotta love it. That's and six. Nope, that's, um, that's, well, it's four, sorry, four tablespoons. Okay. We'll keep the rest of it, um, separate. Okay. I'm gonna add a splash of olive oil to this as well. Um, because basically butter burns really quickly. Sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. and we're gonna be cooking the beef in here, mm -hmm. and I really want, um, I don't want it to burn and get, like, you know, too bad. So a bit of oil helps it so it doesn't um, burn too much. So we'll just do another little splash. Alrighty. Right there. We've also got our pot of water going um, mm -hmm. to cook because what a classic thing that I like to serve um, beef stroganoff with is egg noodles. Right. So we'll do some egg noodles with it. You could totally do um, any kind of pasta you wanted really. If there's whatever's in your cupboard at home. Um, you could even do rice if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, would be totally acceptable. Um, whatever kind of works for you I think. Right. That looks awesome. So if you want That's to, a lot of butter. Sarah, I'll have you put, um, that is a lot of butter. Looks good. It's almost like a Julia Child recipe probably, huh? Yeah. That's um, what I was thinking. It's very French, even though it's a Russian dish. Yes. Um, so we'll go ahead and throw that in there. Um, and I'm going to put a timer on for about five minutes. Do you salt the water? Yes. That's been salted. Okay. Um, if you want, you get a spoon. Give it a, give it a swirl. Do egg noodles cook faster than... They I do. don't cook a lot with egg noodles. I don't either, to be quite honest. Just um, this recipe. Yeah. Um, I do this and a noodle kugel with it. Um, 
But yeah, they don't cook that. They don't take that long. And okay. we're gonna undercook it a little bit. Yes. Um, throw it back in the sauce. Well, and then actually, I might keep it separate because what I want since you're here today, what we're gonna do, um, we're gonna shoot this because part of the whole package oh, is we will shoot this. Um, so we'll start putting that there. <laughs> we'll shoot it so that. Um, and that's kind of a cool process too. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good to see. We've got a lot of really nice natural light here in the kitchen. Um, and so we shoot, you know, I'll take you over, you know it, our conference room, um, where we have all of our props, and we'll shoot things, when we can't shoot things on location, mm -hmm. we'll shoot them in-house. Cool. And you do that as well. I do. You do everything. You I do. Multitasker. Exactly. So you see how fast that's cooking. Exactly. It's so thin. Okay, cool. So Sarah, what I'd love for you to do is go ahead and drain that pasta for me, please. No problem. Be right back. Thank you very much. Um, and what we're going to do here now is add um, the remaining butter and we're going to cook. We'll cook the remaining. Sorry. We're going to cook this, uh, the scallion. So I'll let that butter melt a little bit in there. Again, I'm going to add a splash of olive oil. Perfect. You know what we'll do? Because I don't want the pasta to stick as well. It, you want to put it in the bowl or leave yeah, it in the stream? Okay. Guess. A little bit of oil in there. There we go, excuse me. More so butter. I love cooking the scallions and everything right where you cook the beef. Right. That's going to be a lot of flavor there. Sure. Perfect. Get all the little bits and pieces off the bottom. Exactly. So we'll time that, see how long these guys take. Next up, we're going to add the white wine. Very good. So that didn't take too long. Add that, and what we I like to do is just scrape up some of those little bits that are in yep, the pan. Absolutely. Um, Deglazing like the pan. Exactly. That's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. And next up, we'll add all our sour cream. It looks like a lot of sour cream, but it does. But I mean, don't forget we've got all that beef, um, and also mm -hmm. all of the pasta yeah. that we're going to use. Uh, so, you know, a nice little perfect. sauce for it. It's delicious. So the key to this as well is to cook this nice and low and slow. Yeah, because that's what I was saying before we started filming this morning. Like, it tends to separate stroganoff, right? Yes. I mean, you know, sour cream, it's one of those really fatty mm -hmm. kind of, um, you know, cream. So just cooking it nice and um, low at a slow heat, um, or slow at a low heat, right. um, <laughs> gotcha. will help it so it doesn't, you know, separate. You're really just essentially right now heating this up. Right. Awesome. So we're doing this, like I said before as well, you could totally add... Um, you know, dry mustard powder to this, mm -hmm. um, a couple different things. I'm going to add um, some Worcestershire sauce. Mm -hmm. Just um, a little dash will do ya. That's about <laughs> a teaspoon in there, which I love. Yep. I like a lot of yeah, flavor in that. Absolutely. It's going to go really nicely with the beef. I'm going to put, put all, it all that in, in there. Mm. That's going to be tasty. It looks so good. And we'll just stir this up. All right. Have that. I think and then, James Beard would be proud. I think so. I think we did pretty well, right? And I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but Saber is actually a James Beard award winner. We have, yes, yeah. we won, you know, um, many uh, James Beard awards, which is nice. Um, and a lot of we have a lot of writers who work for us mm -hmm. um, who have, you know, won Beard awards as well. That's so, so, so cool. It is, you know, that it's is really a exciting. It's a nice little acknowledgement, um, I think. So. so there we go. That's all good. We'll toss that a little bit more. Okay. Um, and I'd love to plate it. Um, we're going to get our editors in here to try it. 
um, and we will shoot it because this recipe will go online as well and okay. have a nice beautiful photo to kind of So yeah, that's all part of it. the process. You get everybody in the office to come in and taste and, yep. and we'll you get discuss notes. what you like, what you don't like and uh, move on from there. Exactly. Right. So let's do that. Let's get it on the plate and when we come back we will taste with the staff at Saver. Perfect. So now I'm joined with the fabulous editors here at Saver, and we're going to taste what we have tested, and this is part of the normal process in the day-to-day day -day test kitchen. So Faraday, recap what we did. Yes, um, so this is probably everyone's favorite part of the day, is coming in and eating what they've been smelling, cooking. Um, so we have James Beard's uh, beef stroganoff. Um, it's basically thinly sliced um, uh, beef tenderloin that we've cooked in butter. Um, and then we made a really simple white wine, sour cream sauce, served over egg noodles. So I hope you guys like it. All right, serve it up. They're ready. Nice little taste for you guys. And we have a little white wine for everyone. Of course, I am toasting with water. Here you go, Ben. All right. I'm gonna get you guys some forks too. Here you go. Thank you. Here you go, sir. We have one more extra. Yep. We have an extra one. I, I need, usually I need at least two glasses of wine at every tasting. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> Just get go. through the day. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. How is it? Mm. Pretty good? Creamy. <laughs> yeah? You can really taste the Worcestershire, but it's not mm. overpowering. Good. It goes well with the beef. Mm. All right, guys. Excellent. So I think this is a winner. I don't think you can really mess up a James Beard recipe, so there's not much critique you can you can give. So this one will definitely go on the website, right? Yes. All right. <laughs> Let's toast. Thank you for joining me on the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas, and remember, behind every story is a great recipe. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, guys. I'll come back anytime. Definitely. <laughs>